Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. The clock is ticking one hour away from the franchise tag deadline. Our eyes are locked in on the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Giants. Will Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones be tagged? Will a long-term deal get worked out in the next 59 or so minutes? Plenty to keep your eye on here on Canty and Carl and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Nick Friedle sitting in for the guys on this Tuesday afternoon, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. In about 10 minutes, we'll give you everything you need to know about the franchise tag deadline moving forward and what to keep an eye on around the NFL as we are now eight days away from the start of free agency. But right now, another quarterback who could be on the move, a team moving in the process currently to go visit with him. That is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Nick, some news coming out from ESPN's Dan Graziano and Rob Domofsky this afternoon that the Jets are currently in transit. A traveling party that includes owner Woody Johnson, general manager Joe Douglas, head coach Robert Sala, offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett on the way to go meet with Aaron Rodgers. We don't know if that's in Green Bay or if it's in California where Rodgers resides during the offseason. And we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers at this point, but this is pretty considerable news considering we haven't heard anything since the since he went into the darkness and then he came out hopefully this means that we are inching closer to finding out a decision from Aaron Rodgers but it sounds like the Jets have serious interest we've got players tweeting we've got a lot of moving parts here on a day that we're you know potentially going to find out where other quarterbacks are headed Courtney the Jets have seen the light <laughs> or they You've been they waiting have. for that one, haven't you? I mean, as soon as you you led me into the darkness, I was ready to to pop that one in there. But look, they've got to feel like Aaron Rodgers is the missing piece. And anybody who watched that team last season, and I did plenty here in New York, you knew they had a problem at quarterback. You knew there was no consistency, and you knew that as good as that defense was with Salah, they couldn't get what they needed and get themselves over the hump. So if you land Aaron Rodgers, despite all the distractions that he seems to bring in the offseason, when he is on the field, he delivers and he can still play at an incredibly high level. The Jets have to feel like if they get this move done, despite all the cap gymnastics that it would take, that they can be right there in the conversation just like everybody else, ready to win a Super Bowl. And it'll certainly take a lot of cap gymnastics. You'll remember that contract that he was given last year, the three-year extension, incredibly complex structure here. We know that he has a fully guaranteed $59.5 million coming his way this season. That's $58.3 million in the form of an option bonus, which they structured in a way that gives them some flexibility. So the Green Bay Packers don't have to execute this before the third day of the league year is so typically as often seen with these contracts. 
contracts they have up until the start of the regular season. But because that bonus money is prorated, that means if Aaron Rodgers were to go to the New York Jets or to another team that might be seeking his services, it's not going to kill another team's salary cap. So that's the reason this is becoming more realistic as we are talking through this. It is a situation that has a lot of moving parts. And this all comes to fruition, or at least is starting to come to fruition, Nick, a day after Derek Carr signed with the New Orleans Saints. He was a free agent. He went through the whole process. The Jets expressed interest in him. He went through the free agent visit process with the New York Jets just about two and a half weeks ago, but he ends up signing in New Orleans. So he's the first domino to fall. And now we're looking at a situation where Aaron Rodgers is potentially the next one to fall. And reminder, he still is under contract. So in order for this meeting to happen, Someone in Green Bay had to give permission for both parties to meet Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets brass. And that leads you to believe that maybe they're okay with the divorce starting to take place. They're putting all of their paperwork together so this can be as smooth of a you know split as possible. But you also can't rule out that he might be back in Green Bay. ESPN's Rob Domofsky and Dan Graziano putting that out there. That could still potentially be in the mix. But if you're going to all of this, all the you know the lengths of this to make sure that something like this happens, where you have a meeting set up, feels in a way like he's almost as good as gone. Uh, Courtney, I, f- I feel like that's a great comparison that you laid out there because if you feel like the divorce is imminent, nobody is about to go through the divorce and say, "Ah, well, well, why don't you go talk to some other people? Let's see what else happens out there, and then maybe you want to come back." It's felt all along when you listen to Aaron Rodgers and would. When you heard what was coming out of Green Bay, that after the last season and after everything that happened in the last offseason and the fact that the Packers couldn't even qualify for the playoffs, that everybody was kind of ready to move forward and turn a page. While there remains that chance that he can keep going in Green Bay, if the Packers really wanted to keep him and if he really wanted to stay, these are not the type of discussions that would happen in this moment. Canyon Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. He's Nick Friedell. I'm Courtney Cronin. We've got Jets players tweeting up a storm right now. Not sure if Aaron Rodgers is on Twitter currently, but if he is, he is being courted and courted in a mighty fine way. Sauce Gardner, the rookie cornerback, quote, A Aaron Rodgers 12, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. So (laughs) bold promise there from the rookie defensive player of the year. Brees Hall, his teammate, offensive rookie of of the year, quote, don't mind me, just manifesting. And then he tagged at Aaron Rodgers 12 with a smiley face. So we actually had Brees Hall on during Super Bowl week. He came on with us to talk about his great season up until the time of his injury, what was coming up next for him, and what was coming up next potentially for the Jets. Here's what he had to say when I asked him about who the quarterback would be in 2023. Um, I ain't going to say too much about the quarterback situation. You know, I, I just know a little something about something, but it ain't. Uh, we're not really focused on that right now. I know we trust that our team is going bring, to bring in the best uh, 53 guys as possible. So I'm, I'm confident in, what, in them and you know what their decisions are going to be. Maybe that manifesting is working out after all for Jets running back Brees Hall. He was on with us on Canty and Carlin back in February. And now 
on March 7th, the day of the franchise tag deadline and eight days before the official start of free agency in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is meeting with the Jets brass this afternoon. Hopefully we'll find out some more soon. In the meantime, though, there is plenty to talk about when it comes to the franchise tag deadline. That is 50 minutes away. The Baltimore Ravens, some breaking news surrounding Lamar Jackson and the tag that was just placed on the quarterback. We're going to get to that next here on Canty and Carlin after Nick tells you this about champions. Courtney, get ready for a movie that's in a league of its own. The new comedy, Champions. Woody Harrelson stars as a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. The movie is directed by Bobby Farrelly, a director of Dumb and Dumber, and there's something about Mary, so get ready to laugh at a comedy that's nothing but net. Champions, only in theaters Friday, rated PG-13, screenplay by Mark Rizzo, directed by Bobby Farrelly. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Nick Friedel with you on this franchise tag deadline Tuesday, 50 minutes away from the deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern time. The Baltimore Ravens have placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. That tender worth $32.4 million. Teams can begin to start negotiating with Lamar beginning next week. So if he's signed to an offer sheet, Baltimore gets seven days to match. If they let him go, they will get two first-round picks in return. So we knew things were headed towards this outcome, that he would get the franchise tag because both parties seem so far apart, Nick, in trying to work out a long-term deal. We weren't sure, though, up until moments ago if it was going to be the exclusive franchise tag, which is this estimated $45 million. They wouldn't be able to work out deals with other teams. Teams would not be able to negotiate with Lamar Jackson. But we do know now it is the non-exclusive franchise tag. So it's far from over for the Baltimore Ravens, a team that just keeps getting in its own way when it comes to the quarterback position. And to me, I look at this situation, I felt this for a long time, that Lamar Jackson has probably played his last game for the Ravens. A deal like this where you have other teams can come in and say, hey, here's what we can offer you. Here's the offer sheet. We will match it. And then some feels like that's what's going to happen here with Lamar Jackson. Courtney, this thing has played out over and over and over. And I feel like we've been discussing the same storyline forever. And the Ravens and Lamar just cannot get it together. And despite what John Harbaugh has said through the last couple of years, it does feel like it's finally at the end. And My question to you, as somebody who covers the league, would be, how upset are the rest of the Ravens in that locker room at this point? You've got to imagine that someone like Marquise Goodwin, who spoke out last week against general manager Eric DaCosta, who talked about his inability to draft wide receivers and, and find players that can be developed at that position, that quarterbacks you know, clearly need guys to throw to, and that position group in Baltimore has been lacking. So you look at that situation, you look at what that does to the rest of the locker room and other guys who are going to be set to hit free agency – in maybe the not-too-distant future. And they know if you're not going to pay for someone like Lamar Jackson, who was a unanimous MVP in 2019, he's taken this team to the playoffs before, 
if you're not going to pay that guy, who are you going to pay? Who are you going to value? It's usually the franchise tag, and especially when it's a non-exclusive tag, because you're saying, hey, okay, go and test the waters. See what better deal you can get than what we could give you at $32.4 million. And if you play on that, you could potentially work out the long-term deal, so on and so forth. They're telling Lamar, okay, you want to go bet on yourself? Go do it. And frankly, I think you're going to find more suitors than not who are willing to match that and then some and being able to give the Bravens their two first-round picks to start over, you're not going to find too many guys in the locker room who are keen on the idea of losing a talent like Lamar Jackson. And, and Courtney, to your point, there's been so much made about the fact that Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. But you and I both know that he's got people around him that are making these calls (laughs) that are getting a lay of the land of possible other destinations in the NFL. There is no way... He would take the stance that he's taken to try and get the guaranteed money that he's looking for if he didn't feel and the people around him didn't feel that he could get it elsewhere. And there is no way in my mind when you're watching this unfold the last couple seasons that if you're Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are saying bet on yourself, then he's going to say, hey, I will. Thank you and goodbye. It feels so much to me like – an NBA situation where a player's looking for a max deal and a team says, all right, go find it. The difference here is there are going to be a lot of teams that say, we believe that Lamar Jackson is a Super Bowl-level quarterback who can get us to the top. And for whatever reason, the Ravens have never seemed to value him on that level given the dollars that it would take to make that happen. Clearly, they don't value him that way by placing the non-exclusive franchise tag, $32.4 million tender on Lamar Jackson. And when I hear that, I think, come on down, Atlanta Falcons, a team that is in need of a quarterback, a team that could give the Baltimore Ravens two first-round picks in exchange for matching the offer sheet that the Baltimore Ravens have now given to Lamar Jackson, he's as good as gone. But there are so many other teams that could potentially be in the mix for Lamar. I think of Washington. I think of maybe even the Vegas Raiders trading him out of the division. Seems like a smart thing for the you know letting him go out of the division for the Baltimore Ravens if they don't want to match that offer sheet. Maybe even into another conference in the NFC. A lot of moving parts here. We have also heard from Baltimore Ravens executive VP and general manager Eric DaCosta, quote, Having not reached, not yet reached a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson, we will use the franchise tag. There have been many instances across the league and in Baltimore when a player has been designated with the franchise tag and signed to a long-term deal that same year. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar and are hopeful that we can strike a long-term deal that is fair to both Lamar and the Ravens. Our ultimate goal is to build a championship team with Lamar Jackson leading the way for many years to come. That feels like lip service at this point because the Ravens have had all the way back, like dating back to last offseason, Nick, to try to get something done. And they just haven't been able to do it for one reason or another. And when I was at the NFL Combine last week, the thing that keeps coming up is just the guarantees in this contract. It's not necessarily that Lamar Jackson wants Deshaun Watson type money at $230 million. He just wants that whole his contract, whatever it is, to be fully guaranteed. And can you fault him given? what he's done. The guy was a unanimous MVP in 2019. He's been to the postseason. The offense doesn't work without him. Like, all of these things line up to say, hey, this is my value. I'm showing my value to you. If you don't see it, 
I'm going to walk and somebody else is going to match my offer sheet and I'm going to go win games for another franchise. Courtney, that's the part to me that has never made sense as far as Baltimore is concerned with how it's positioned itself in negotiations. Their entire offense is set up around Lamar Jackson. You take him off this team, it would figure to set you back several years to get to the level you're at right now. I just feel like they have played with fire all along, and they are about to let him walk, and everybody's going to sit there and say, well, you must not have loved him like uh, you, you pretended to be. And if you're the Ravens and you're trying to find a way to, to reach another Super Bowl and get back to the level that we had grown used to them being in over the years, I don't see how letting Lamar Jackson walk, especially in this manner, helps you in the short term or the long term. An awkward year in limbo for the 26-year-old quarterback in the Baltimore Ravens wagers on. We'll see if any sort of resolution comes of this that ends up keeping him with the Baltimore Ravens. But to recap, back in September 2022, that's when the first known offer came about. In sources telling ESPN's Chris Mortensen back then that Lamar Jackson rejected a six-year contract offer with $133 million fully guaranteed at signing, which would have been more than Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. But way short of the $230 million fully guaranteed that Deshaun Watson got during free agency last year when he ended up getting traded from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns. Plenty more to update you on on the Lamar Jackson situation, on what's going on with Daniel Jones. The clock is ticking on the New York Giants. Will they work out a long-term deal with their quarterback, or are they headed towards franchise tag territory with their QB here momentarily? We've got all this and more coming up next with our ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano on Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. 30 minutes until the NFL's franchise tag deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern time. The Baltimore Ravens have just placed the $32.4 million non-exclusive tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson, meaning he is free to negotiate with other teams. 
but the Ravens have a right to match any offer sheet he signs or take two first-round picks in return for Lamar. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Nick Friedle with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Plenty of NFL news to get into. Let's tap in with Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, joining us here on the hotline. And let's start with that Lamar tag news that we just received. Surprised or not surprised that they went the non-exclusive route, Dan? Not surprised, Courtney. I knew this was a possibility. Like, even as late as, you know, this morning or around noontime, still working through all the options. The non-exclusive tag is a very interesting tool for them at this point because they're sort of at an impasse in negotiations and have been since last offseason. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. They don't want to give one. It's not personal. It's not that they don't like Lamar. It's that they don't want to give out a fully guaranteed contract. They don't want to help start that trend in the NFL. So they're saying, all right, Buddy, we can't find a compromise, so you go ahead and see if that deal's out there for you. And if it is, and you come back to us, you know, maybe we'll match it. Maybe we'll say, you know, you were right, we were wrong, and come back to us and everything will be fine. And if it's not, then please consider doing the deal that we have put in front of you or, or at least continuing to talk to us. So I think, it's a, I think it's the right move with one possible exception. If it upsets him to the point where he doesn't want to play there anymore, then they have a problem on their hands. So the, my hope for the Ravens and for Lamar would be that they've hashed this out, that everyone's you know, explained their position, and here's why we're going to do this, uh, and that they're fine with that. But uh, we'll see. We will see how Lamar reacts to it. Sometimes every now and then there's a stray tweet that gives us a little insight into his thinking, so we'll, we'll monitor for that. So, Dan, if Lamar and the Ravens can't find the love again, and this is the real breakup that has been building for the last couple of seasons. Where do you think he ultimately lands? Well, you know, the team that you kept hearing through all this was Atlanta, and it made a lot of sense. But I guess there's some reporting out there um, in the last few minutes that indicate that they are not going to pursue him. Um you know, it's the kind of thing like if the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers and or Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, do they do they make an effort? Do they make a big swing uh, at quarterback? If Carolina can't get the guy they want in the draft, like you know, you know they've been desperate uh, for a quarterback. Maybe they make that effort. The Raiders, if they can't figure out their solution with their you know their first couple plans, so I mean, he is the kind of guy, and this is why like the Falcons theoretically. Desmond Ritter a little bit, and they're willing to see what they have in him. But if the opportunity for a massive upgrade presents itself, uh, then then they look at it. Now, it doesn't sound like they will, but think of other teams that could say the same thing. This is a special player who's been an MVP and accomplished things in the league other people have not. So, yeah, I think think there's probably an, an interesting group of teams that would at least consider it. ESPN NFL insider Dan Graziano joining Courtney Cronin and Nick Friedle here on Canty and Carlin. So the New York Giants taking this one down to the wire with quarterback Daniel Jones. Oh, we know that their representative, his representatives are currently in the building trying to get a deal done. But we have the clock ticking. I believe it's 27 minutes right now until the deadline. What, what are you hearing about the latest with Daniel Jones? Are they headed towards the exclusive tag potentially with him? I don't know why they would use that one on Daniel Jones. I mean, if the Ravens aren't afraid of someone offer, you know, offering two first-round picks and taking Lamar Jackson away from them, I don't know why the Giants would fear that with Daniel Jones. So my guess would be non-exclusive, but you know, I don't know for a fact that they've ruled out uh, the other. And the other thing is, like, 
if you're going to give them the exclusive and it's going to come in at 42, 45, whatever, wherever it's going to come in, then it sounds like that's about what he's asking for. So, so why not just give him the contract? Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's my guess would be non-exclusive if they don't get a deal done. I know they've been working on it. They were, you know, I mean, Courtney, you were there in Indy uh, last week. If you were at the JW Marriott at all, you probably saw Kevin Abrams from the Giants talking to the, the agents for Daniel Jones. I feel like they were there every single day uh, when I walked through that lobby. Um, and, of course, they've been in town trying to get it done. So, you know, their hope is they get it done. They can franchise Saquon and keep them both. But if they don't get it done, I, I think they franchise Daniel, and, and then they have to try and lure Saquon back in free agency. Dan, let's stay on the QB carousel here. You've been all over this Aaron Rodgers story. What do you think ultimately happens with his situation? Yeah, you know, predicting what Aaron Rodgers will do <laughs> is not a business that I really like to be in. It's not, uh, he's not an easy guy to figure. He's not an easy guy to predict. As I was going through this this morning, I was starting to get a little caught up in it. Like, oh, the Jets, if the Packers are letting him talk to the Jets, and that must mean a deal is closed with. But I was told, no, don't assume that. Like, Aaron's still considering all options, including retirement, including staying in Green Bay. But, you know, obviously you want to know what the Jets have to offer. Now, from the Jets' standpoint, it sounds like they're putting a full-court press on. They loaded up Woody Johnson's plane and flew from Morristown, New Jersey, out to Southern California today to meet with Aaron Rodgers. So uh, they feel like they've got a real shot. They want to go for it. Uh, And I think, you know, they have discussed potential trade parameters with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and, and we'll see. Ultimately, a lot of this comes down to what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. If he doesn't want to play for the Jets, the Jets obviously aren't going to trade for him. So they have to sell him a little bit uh, on the idea of switching teams for the first time in 18 years. And, and if they do, I think they got a good shot to land him. Is there any chance that he ends up staying in Green Bay? Because we do know he still is under contract. So in order for this yeah. California meeting to take place, the Green Bay Packers had to give permission for Aaron Rodgers to meet with the Jets Correct. brass, which they're currently on their way out to Cali to meet him. Could you see any scenario where this is all just a nice conversation and they fly back without having any sort of deal in place and that he actually plays for Green Bay in 2023? I don't think you can rule anything out, Courtney. I, I really don't. I think it's just because he's so mercurial, and I don't. I think that the number of people that know what's going on in his head at any given moment is very, very limited. Maybe you can get McAfee to come on, you know, and tell you like what's going on with Aaron Rod. But I don't have that kind of insight because he does not confide in me. So I find it difficult to rule anything out. I will say this. A year ago, I think we were a little surprised that he went back to Green Bay. I think if he did that this year, we would be a lot more surprised. It sounds like they're ready to move on. It sounds like he is at least considering the idea of moving on, and there's definitely a very aggressive team uh, in the Jets trying to get him. So uh, I think at this point, ranking the possibilities, I'd say you know trade to the Jets, number one. Maybe retirement two, Packers three, but uh, I again, I'm just that's just a lot of speculation. Well, Dan, let's let's stick with speculation here. <laughs> let's do it. Love there's it. always rumors about Tom Brady. Do you buy any of the latest ones that he may return? I haven't heard it anywhere, but you know, the same place everybody else has. I I, I didn't I didn't hear that from teams or anything like that in Indianapolis. So I, I don't. I, I would I would lean toward no. Again, it's really hard to rule stuff out. Uh, crazy things happen in this league all the time. You know, we know we retired and unretired last year, but it sounds like he means it this time. All the people you talk to that might have some insight into this, 
uh, sound like, you know, they're a lot more convinced this year than they were last year. You know, maybe he gets the itch as it gets closer to the season, but I doubt it because, you know, Brady's really kind of all about the preparation, right? So, like, I don't think he's going to just sit around all summer and then think he can he can hop right back in somewhere in September. So, uh, the longer it goes, I think the more likely we, it is that we can we can buy it this time. Apparently, he's pretty busy during retired. the. Yeah. Pe- he's pretty busy right now. He said that he has a two-month-old kitten that he just adopted for his daughter. I guess that takes up a considerable amount of time when you are no longer fully employed and working towards uh, the off season in the NFL. But we'll see. It feels like anything's possible with Tom yeah. Brady. We ruled it out before. Maybe we shouldn't rule it out again. But as of right now, he is retired, and we are focused on the other quarterbacks that are either about to get tagged in the next couple minutes or hoping to work out a long-term deal. That would be the Lamar Jackson camp and the Baltimore Ravens. He is Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, kind enough to join Courtney Cronin and Nick Ferdell here on Canty and Carlin. Awesome stuff, Dan. They keep you busy. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, coming up next, we're going to dive a little bit more into that Tom Brady rumor. Could he possibly throw a monkey wrench into this quarterback carousel? This is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Coming down to the wire of the NFL's franchise tag deadline, 15 minutes until 4 p.m. Eastern time where the New York Giants have to decide whether they're giving quarterback Daniel Jones a long-term deal. We hear his representatives are currently in the building trying to work something out, or are they headed towards tagging Daniel Jones for the 2023 season? Remains to be seen whether that would be the exclusive tag at $45 million, an estimated amount that would hit their cap immediately, or if it would be the non exclusive franchise tag, the one that the Baltimore Ravens just placed on Lamar Jackson. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Crone and Nick Friedle with you on this busy Tuesday afternoon, as always presented by Progressive Insurance. Of course, it couldn't be the offseason without talking about Tom Brady and his whereabouts. It's not possible. It's not possible. Currently, he's apparently a, a new cat father. His daughter... He got her a two-month-old kitten. That's what he tweeted today that he is currently doing because of what this rumor circulating around the NFL Combine last week. Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen Show, lighting the fire and fanning the flames. Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, not in terms of a lot of yacht chatter, but this, this one just blew my mind. 
Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a couple people who are like, just you, just hang on, just you wait. Wait for and I'm what? Like, what I'm are you I'm, for? And I'm like, he's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah, you know? trips. Yeah. He was at UFC he, over the weekend. I know. But it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big big and fat, does it? And and that he just let, like, let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And and the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. That was the team last year that we had heard the rumors about Tom Brady leaving Tampa Bay, potentially going down with Sean Payton to Miami. That never came to fruition. But now he's retired, allegedly. And I keep thinking about what's going on four or five days from now. Selection Sunday. Last year on Selection Sunday, Tom Brady sandbagged the entire operation (laughs) by coming out of retirement and never for a second giving college basketball its moment. I hope that we don't have that repeating its course this year. Do you give any credence to this? Because Rich Eisen wasn't just saying it to say it. Clearly, he heard that late nights at the St. Elmo's or in the bars in Indianapolis. And if that catches any sort of legs here and becomes something that is real at you know in a couple days, I think we can all go back to Tom Brady's tweet and say, no one believes you anymore when you say, oh, I'm enjoying retirement. Oh, I'm not going to do this again. I already had my one big retirement last year. I frankly don't think it's going to happen, but I also you can you can never say never when it comes to Tom Brady, Nick. Ever, and Courtney, what, what's got me cracked up though is Rich saying, "Well, Tom Brady doesn't look uh, like he's like he's getting big and fat like a lot of guys do it's after been they a retire." Month. <laughs> right, it's been a month, but but he is right. Rich is right because at least you see these NBA guys that they stop. And you're like, oh, why? You haven't been working out too much. And Brady feels like he's gone in reverse. Like Brady, Brady just staying in the gym and doing his TV 12 stuff. But no, I, I'm with you. As a lifelong Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I watched Tom Brady all last season, and he looked like a guy who knew that his time was coming to an end, and he looked like a guy who was sitting there going, I don't want to get hit all the time. Like I used to. And no, that line wasn't as good as it could have been. They had a lot of injuries and turnover in Tampa. But it would shock me. And I say that knowing that we can never say never with Tom Brady. But it would shock me if down the line here he says, hey, I'm going to come back and try it one more time. I... I'm with you. I just feel like this is you don't get a third chance to do this because no one's going to believe you at any point beyond, you know, if he ended if he did end up coming back. And I remember back in January, ESPN's Jenna Lane reported that there was no timetable after he announced his retirement for you know signing his papers. He ended up signing his papers and that was those were filed with the NFLPA. And that was also that the Dolphins were not expected to pursue him in free agency, even with some of the concussion concerns for Tua. So it felt like we were in the clear for a while. And then, of course, this rumor surfaces and you have to give it some credence because he's done this before. But the thought of him going to Miami, the thought of everything that they got in trouble for losing a draft pick for tampering during the offseason you really want to go back to the well on that one for a 46, soon-to-be 46-year-old Tom Brady, who we saw in very obvious decline last year. He still is you know, one of the, the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen, but not the version of himself that we were used to, the one that won a Super Bowl in Tampa three years ago. I just don't see any 
any way that this could possibly happen, given how many quarterbacks are set to hit the market right now, other movement that might be happening with teams trying to trade up to get a quarterback. And frankly, I don't know if it would be the best thing for the Dolphins when they're more or less going into a year where they have to find out if Tua is their guy or not, because it doesn't feel like we're headed towards them placing, you know, picking up his fifth year option in a couple months. Courtney, I know it's Tom Brady, but again, I watch Tom Brady all the time in the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure I'd rather have Tua right now. I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. His legacy speaks for itself. But you nailed it. That Tom Brady is not coming back. This diminished version is what we saw at the end of the season a couple years ago. It's certainly what we saw throughout the majority of last season. He's not that same guy. So uh, I'm sure he's having some fun with all this. We, we, we absolutely know that he loves social media and he loves hearing the chatter about everything that's going on. But I think Tom is going to be hanging with his cat and laying by a beach somewhere and laying low over the next few months. Not a bad gig to do it that way during retirement. Cat dad, uh, get to spend time with your children, be on the beach. We know that his kids, I believe, are going to school in Miami right now, so he's staying in the warm weather. He's not going to begin his broadcasting career with Fox until 2024, so he has time to enjoy life, enjoy life away from football, wake up late, hang out, not have to worry about being somewhere on time, and if he were to go dip his foot back into the football pond, you know that thing's going to pull him back in. We're going to be going through the same song and dance for a whole nother year. So hopefully this is just a rumor. Even Rich Eisen said, like, he, you know, he was kind of blown away when he had heard it. It was one of his (laughs) top five rumors that he had heard at Indianapolis and, you know, at the combine. And yeah, we hear some crazy things floating around. I didn't hear this when I was there, but it wouldn't surprise me if this does catch some legs because this is free agency season, next week is going to be a wild week with all the quarterback movement that we're currently seeing. Lamar Jackson may be on the move. He was just he just received the exclusive non-exclusive franchise tag from the Baltimore Ravens. We are waiting to find out if we hear anything on Daniel Jones in the next couple of minutes. But, man, Tom Brady back in the NFL, I'm not ready to see it. I don't think anybody is. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.